Look at the dead people. You go to the Qabristan, nobody speaks of them. The boards are just written there. One day your name will be written on the board. The next day the name will be erased from the board. Nobody will even remember what was written there yesterday. Today your name is there. The next day they erase it from the board. Today everybody knows who passed away. Tomorrow nobody knows. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him, وَإِن شِئْتَ أَنْبَأْتُكَ بِمَا هُوَ أَمْلَكُ بِكَ مِنْ هَذِهِ كُلِّهِ مِنْ هَذَا كُلِّهِ If you want, I can tell you something which is easy for you and fully in your control, easier than all the other advices that I gave you. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam pointed to his tongue. Control this. Control this tongue. So if we realize what is happening around us, then this is exactly what we're going to do. We're going to control our tongue. We're going to speak less, especially in these nights that have come presented themselves before us, these great, great days and these great, great nights that have presented themselves before us. We will not waste time. And even after Ramadan, looking after our tongue. If a person looks after his tongue, he doesn't while his time away. He doesn't waste his time on the cell phone. Today there's an explosion of information and communication. Those days if a person wants to shut himself out of the world, at night time to rest his mind, to rest his heart, he goes into his house and he closes the door and he's got peace. He's away from the world. Today when we leave the world, busy world outside which is occupying our heart, which is occupying our mind, or we come into the masjid, we leave the world outside and we come into this quiet, silent environment. Then we've got another fitna. Those days it started off with the television. Because to hear and to speak, to speak to someone and to write messages on the phone, he said, to speak to someone and listen to what he is telling you and to sit in front of the television and the television is talking to you and to read your cell phone is someone speaking to you also. We don't realize that. All ulama used to say, إِنَّمَا الْكَلَامُ لَفِي وَإِنَّمَا جُعْلَ اللِّسَانُ عَلَيْهِ دَلِيلًا Speech is actually in the heart. You communicate, you communicate, you want to give a message from your heart to someone, you use your tongue or you'll use your finger on the cell phone. So you're speaking. And then the objective of someone speaking to you is he wants to communicate something to your brain and into your heart. So if you read it, it's the same thing. It's like speaking to someone. So no rest. You go in your house, you open a whole another world. A cell phone. Your mind is occupied, communicating. It's who you choose to communicate with. Those days it was your wife and how much can you talk after the person rests. Now a person communicates with everyone else. His parents are getting old, dying in front of him, but he's communicating with the whole world around and his, his father, his mother is sitting in front of him. He's not even talking to them. Not asking them anything, how's your health, how's everything, make them feel good. Even worse, the mother and father also like that. Mother, old father, mother sitting on the cell phone. Young son, young daughter sitting on the cell phone. This man is in own world, that one is in own world, own world. So we think that we're silent, we're not silent, we're communicating. The heart is being occupied. So, if we realize what is happening around us, and we realize this world, then we're going to have the quality which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had. The Sahaba explaining the qualities of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they say that tawilu samt, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to have long moments of silence. This is also something that we need to learn, silence. Silence for the mind, silence for the heart. Qalil al-Dih, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to laugh very little or smile even. He was always in thought. When he used to meet people, obviously we know famous character of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would also always meet people with a pleasurable face. But no laughing, always in thought. His laughter, an occasion of laughter would be smile. Other sahaba described Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they say, mutawasil al-hazan. He looked like he had some sadness on his face. Da'im al-fikr, he was always in thought. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had these realities. The reality of what? The supremacy of Allah ta'ala. The grandeur of Allah ta'ala. The awe of Allah ta'ala. What is happening Above what is happening below the real world. When your soul comes out, then you're gonna know what is the real world. And wa imin shayin illa bihamdihi wala The real world is your skin on your body, your bones in your body, your eyes which are buried in your face. These all these body parts are making zikr of Allah Ta'ala. 
There's bricks around us. Whatever you see around us, I'm making zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says, wala killa tafqawuna tasbihahum. You do not understand. Then above us, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also mentions. He says, inni aram ala taron. That I see things what you, you all do not see. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, attatit sama' wa huqqalahu anta itta. He says, the heavens and the skies around us are actually creaking. They're bulging with weight. And they're bulging with being fully occupied. By angels, he said, there's not a span of four fingers, except that there's an angel which has placed his forehead in front of Allah Ta'ala. And the Sahaba also explained from another hadith, what they heard from Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, oh, that you will find an angel with his feet standing. So everywhere around us, there are angels worshipping Allah Ta'ala. Musa Alayhi Salaam advised his people, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also told us, in takfurufa inna Allah ghaniyun ankum. That if you make kufr, if you do not believe in Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is baniyaz. Allah Ta'ala is independent. He doesn't need anyone. So many angels worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal. That's the real world. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that I was with Jibreel Alayhi Salaam. The Baytul Ma'mur was presented before me. That means I saw it. My vision opened up to it. Baytul Ma'mur is the equivalent of the Kaaba Sharif that we have on this earth. People worship Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala commanded people to reach Salah towards the Kaaba. Allah Ta'ala commanded people to make tawaf of the Kaaba, Allah Ta'ala commanded the angels with the same command. Read Salah towards the Baytul Ma'mur. Read Salah towards or make tawaf of the Baytul Ma'mur. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said every day there are 70,000 angels that come and make tawaf of this Baytul Ma'mur. Jibreel Al-Islam explained to you. There are 70,000 angels that come and make tawaf of this Baytul Ma'mur never to return again until the day of Qiyamah. So every day seven. How big is the creation of Allah Ta'ala? How grand is the creation of Allah Ta'ala? How much is the recognition of Allah Ta'ala around us. Where was Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? He was joined to this world. We need to join ourselves to this world. We need to realize where the real things are. These are the real things. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions that when Allah Ta'ala loves someone, then Allah Ta'ala announces to the angels and announces to everything that I love this person, you should also love him. So there's announcements that are happening which we can't hear. These are the real things. We need to have our name put in that category. We need to worship Allah Ta'ala, we need to think about Him, we need to pass our day in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, so that our ma- name is mentioned, Allah Ta'ala says, I love this person, and you all also love Him, that angels get this message. And there are some unfortunate, may Allah Ta'ala save us, where Allah Ta'ala says that I hate this person, Allah Ta'ala does not love this person, the angels also know that they must not love this person, Allah Ta'ala save us from such as... The real thing is that these announcements are made around us, there's these announcements made around us, that's the real thing. There are angels racing with deeds, the angels wait... Whatever good amal you make, you read Darut Sharif. Today is the day of Darut Sharif. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Everything, whatever good deeds, angels wait for it. They're happy for you. They grab these deeds and they run to Allah Ta'ala. So this is the real thing. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam explains that if a person believes in Allah, he believes in his Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he establishes Salah, he fasts in the month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala will definitely put this person in Jannah. Generally the Zakat and the Hajj is not mentioned here because generally you will not find everybody having the ability to pay Zakat. Obviously Zakat is compulsory, the person has to give Zakat. And if he doesn't, there's not going to be his door to Jannah. He's going to be punished for that. And if a person hajj is compulsory, many people cannot afford. That's why Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentions this Iman, Salah and Som, which is accessible and easy for everyone, rich and poor. A person will enter Jannah. The Sahaba said, should we not tell all the people about this? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, listen more. He said that there are stages in Jannah which have been created for the Mujahideen, hundred stages. 
Between every stage which has been created for the Mujahideen, there's a span of the sky and the earth. And Nabi Wasallam said, if you want to ask for Jannah, then ask for Jannah to Firdaus. This is the highest most place in Jannah and this is the middle most place in Jannah. And above that, Jannatul Firdaus is the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And from there, the springs of Jannat and the rivers of Jannat flow. This is the real thing. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that how is it possible for me to lead a luxurious life? How is it possible for me to lead a relaxed life when I have knowledge that the angel who is appointed to blow the sur has already wrapped his mouth around the sur and he's just waiting and listening for the command of Allah and Allah Ta'ala tells him blow the sur and you'll blow it and everything will go into destruction. Everything will go into destruction. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, the reality is in front of me. How can I lead a luxurious life? How can I relax? The Sahaba got extremely worried. And they, from that they said, from today we can also, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saw the perplexity and he saw the warrior on the face. He said, say, Allah Ta'ala is enough for us and Allah Ta'ala is enough as a helper for us. Something we should say also, Allah So, we have this big nights on our doorstep. The big nights, they start the moment iftar comes in. We were just with Azar Mufti Ibrahim Saleji Sahab and he gave this advice. He said, we've got this mentality on the big nights also that we wait. We said, no, I'll get up the Hajjud time. He says, no, the moment iftar time comes in, the moment iftar comes, the big night is started. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allah Akbar. Whatever you read is going to be multiplied, multiplied in your accounts. That is the real thing. The dua for the big night. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anna must start at that time. He also mentioned, he says, even the four rakats of rest between the tarawih, the person says, istighfar, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. He says, sometimes the span between the four rakats, he says, I can put 30 astaghfirullah, astaghfirullahs in there. So we should not make one, let one moment pass. Again, do not waste our time, our tongue. Do not waste our time in futile activity, in speech and communication. This all falls under wasting time with the tongue. The cell phone. Person will come for etikaf, sit with the cell phone here. His body is in the masjid, his heart is outside. So may Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq to make maximum use of these big nights and to get our necks freed from the fire of Jahannam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mentioned that these are the nights where a person gets his neck freed from the fire of Jahannam. A person should make a lot of dua. A person should should cry in front of Allah Ta'ala. He should show utmost humility in front of Allah Ta'ala. Make zikr, whatever zikr, istighfar, the dua Allahumma, innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'afu anni. What Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi taught us, we should bring all this in uh, in practice in these nights and we should not let a moment go to waste. We never know whether we will, we're going to see these nights again. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana anil alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.